0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Shuffle Quest podcast. My name is Justin and me and my friend Matt run the YouTube channel Shuffle Quest where we talk about our favorite music and the stories behind it. Today on this podcast episode, we talk all about Kanye West's latest record and give our thoughts track by track. We hope you enjoy. So today, on October 25th, we finally have the long-awaited Kanye album that honestly has changed names, changed release dates, changed absolutely everything and honestly for me it doesn't even feel real like i still don't feel like there's there's a kanye west album out yeah it's kind of weird because
1: uh the album itself doesn't feel like a kanye album you know uh it's completely different
0: from anything else he's ever done you said it yourself this album is really unlike any other kanye west release that's evident by the name and a lot of the stuff that's led up to this album so if I could ask you one thing, Matt, before we get started and, and we, we talk about the album, how do you feel about the the release rollout that has led up to this album? I mean, what would you oh, say about God.
1: it? Oh, God. It's horrible. It was absolutely miserable. I was so uh, uh, mentally stressed and I just like it, it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> because, so, I mean, you know, every release is, it feels, it usually feels, so monumental like it feels like a moment in history you're witnessing history yeah um that's how it feels at least all the other ones that i've i've been a part of which are life of pablo to now um but yeah like so obviously your hype and you're waiting for this album to come out and and then it doesn't come out and then you don't hear any word and then a week later he says that oh yeah i'm gonna drop it on uh black friday black friday comes and goes and no word and then uh you know it's delayed indefinitely finally we hear something about a month ago um and you know two more times that happens like you know
0: that was only a month ago that he announced jesus is king gosh uh Well, it was well. I guess it was yeah. When did he announce Jesus is King on the notepad? Man, it honestly it it feels like eternity. Um, Truthfully, and and you know, going through like the life of Pablo release rollout, like that felt like forever. You know, like we Mm -hmm. heard all the songs at Madison Square Garden, and then we had to wait. What was it like two days? It came out on the weekend.
1: I wasn't a part of like the lead up. I, I just happened to show up on the night that it happened. So oh. I actually didn't have to go through all of that, luckily. But that was what got me into oh, doing man. it, which, you know, now I just kind of opened myself up to the pain.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, was, yay Ye came out um, just like a day later. You know, it, it came out around what was it like, like eight in the morning, nine in the morning or like, or was it? Noon? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was somewhere it, in the yeah. morning. Um, the following day, which wasn't bad, really waiting at all. But um, I mean, this album just 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 feels like it was, a, you know, so long in the making. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, do do you think that you know delaying this project hurt the album at all? Do you, oh. do you, and do you think that it will hurt the commercial sales of this album at all?
1: So I don't think so. Actually, I think that these release dates uh, and skipping them actually built more and more hype. Like it seemed like every release date, it was more hype than the one before. Um, at least from my experience, from what I could tell, like that—that's how it seemed. Um, but you know, the problem is like so. We saw what happened with Chance the Rapper earlier this year. He kind of pulled a Kanye and and did the same thing where he missed the 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 time and then um, and. Then dropped it like the next. Well, it's, I guess it's the same day, but you know, later yeah. than when it, when it was supposed to. And then it wasn't. It wasn't worth the wait. That's the. That's the key here. You know, it's got to be worth the wait. Yeah. Um, and the big day was not worth the wait. <laughs> so I so, think that um, this could hurt him if you know most of the people that listen to it don't think it was worth the wait, because then on the next one it's like maybe they won't be so excited.
0: So. I think we both can agree that this this rollout, at least in my opinion, was it it was terrible. Like I absolutely, I hated it. I hated every second of it. Great for
1: him, horrible for us.
0: (laughs) I guess it was great for him. Um, You know, it's just it was so just disjointed, and you know, we were getting information through Kim, and then finally, you know, Kanye started tweeting. But then when he started tweeting, stuff wasn't totally factual. He said it would come out at midnight. It didn't. Mm -hmm. I mean. So the question really is now: Do you think that it was worth it? Um, do you do you do you think that it was worth the hype? Was it worth the wait? So just briefly so, before we go track by track,
1: right? So I think that it was. Um, I don't think it wasn't worth the wait necessarily, but I it's definitely not what. It didn't live up to my expectations because I was listening to those listening parties. Yeah, um, it was like I I was so excited, and I remember too. I have I got egg on my face now because uh, I rem- <laughs> I don't remember which podcast it was, but I was uh, talking. I I gave my theory for why I thought the next Kanye album would be his best yeah. album yet. Uh, yes, and. This most certainly is
0: not his best album yet, <laughs> oh, definitely not. And and you know, but you don't have egg on your face because a lot of people were were in that same boat. Even Anthony Fantano said that, um he thought that the whole Sunday service thing was kind of going to be a redemption arc for Kanye West. and it it was truthful. I mean, I, I do believe that um I watched some content that 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 he put out that that said that he thought that the next album would be, really good. And I think we all kind of thought that, you know, um, you know, mm-hmm. we, we didn't go to the listening parties obviously, but from the, the, you know, phone snippets that we, we heard, I was super, super excited. I, I, I definitely thought that this would, um, be in the top of Kanye's discography based on those, you know, phone leaks and even the Yandi leaks. I thought there was a lot of potential in the Yandi leaks. And, you know, mm-hmm. as, as most people know now, Indian yeah, I mean, as most people know now, a lot of the Yandi songs actually ended up making it on this record, albeit in a whole different light. But um, right. you know, I was super excited. Um, you know, a lot of people talked about another my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, you know, because uh That's after, kind of what I was saying. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and and you know, you can kind of you know, I mean, I see how you thought that based on like you know, last time he he was put up against, you know, his beliefs, he was patronized for his beliefs in the public. He came out and really kind of defended himself, you know. And, you know, after last year, him having so much trouble with, with the MAGA stuff and with the Trump stuff, um, I think every, everybody thought that he would come back super, super strong. Now, yeah, I don't, I don't want to totally give away everything, but... I, th- I think now we should just go track by track. and, ju- and Let's just, do it, yeah, yeah. And and just kind of break it down and break down our thoughts. Break down our thoughts. So, <laughs> track number one, which is... Yeah. Every Hour. Every Hour. Every Hour. So, for me, straight off the bat, I mean, I don't dislike this track in any way. I think it's, it's nice. It sounds good. The choir sounds good. Um, but for me... It ends kind of a, like abruptly. It kind of feels like an afterthought, especially when it goes into that next track, which is Sela. Sayla? Sayla? How do you say that? Sayla, right? It's Sayla. Sayla. So, yeah. Overall, I thought it was good, but it didn't really, you know, wet my whistle, um, <sighs> especially compared to other Kanye openers, which are Kanye right. openers are always a very big thing, a very big deal, and always kind of set the tone for the album. I guess this did set the tone for the album, but it just kind of it feels like it sticks out, um, and it sticks out so early in the record. What are your thoughts on it?
1: Well, I was actually kind of surprised by this one. Um, I mean, I don't think it sounds bad. I want to say that yeah, right away. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's a, it's a good sounding track, but um, my problem is just like, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think that, so we'll get into Selah, but I think that that hallelujah moment, like that uh, where it builds and the, qu- the whole choir singing hallelujah, yeah. I think that that would have set the tone for this album and the vibe of this album so much better than every yeah. hour. Um, and you know, every hour is just, it's very, uh, upbeat and, uh, it's, it's kind of a happier sound. And then like most of this album, I, not that it doesn't sound happy, but it's like, a little bit darker I would say um yeah I feel more like dramatic
0: definitely more dramatic more cinematic and every hour just kind of feels like a quaint just like a church choir just just kind of riffing around and it sounds good I like it it's pleasing to my ears but um I mm-hmm. I, I do think it stands out and wh- I don't understand why it was cut so abruptly and it couldn't have like a smooth transition
1: you know, it cuts in abruptly too, like when you start the track, like the very beginning of it sounds like it was like just cut in the middle of a song and like well, you took the second half
0: of it. it. And I don't know if you picked up on this, too, but it also kind of sounded like a live setting, like a live recording. Yeah, because I do believe that you could hear some like chatter or some sort of room ambience. So it kind of yeah. sounds like to me, he just took a recording from the Sunday service and just kind of. Dropped it in there. Took a mic and
1: up and then, yeah. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, they were recording everything for the movie and stuff, so I'm sure that they had, right. you know, tons of, you know, audio bites. And that might be what, you know, the um, Jesus is Born, that second album that Kanye tees for Christmas Day is just going to be, is just uh, oh, you know, yeah. live recording. But, um, you know, overall, I was very, just uh, not very impressed with it. And I do believe that this is the only... um Introduction or you know intro track in Kanye's discography that he's not on himself.
1: Yeah, I think that that's what I was about to mention. I think this song would be so much better if it if he just had a little bit more. Uh, rhythm, like with the percussion, and then yeah. just have Kanye on it
0: because you know but you it's know, his album. <laughs> and, um. <laughs> Too well play play into it because we always like to look deeper into Kanye West's art. Always probably more so than we should, but you know maybe <laughs> maybe in his mind it was a representation of kind of where, where where he's at right now. It's not about him anymore. It's about God. Uh, I guess it's about religion. Yeah. So you, so you know what? I'm not gonna intro my own album. I'm gonna let the gospel speak. That's probably yeah. I just pulled that out of my ass. I'll be honest with you, but well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe that was the like... intention that he had. Um, I don't know what intentions he he had with this. I mean, I do, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah um, so moving on to Sela, um, I think that so, like I said, I think that the that build, that Hallelujah build in it is so awesome, and it's I think that good. would have been such a such a perfect way to kick off the album I agree with that um and, and I don't yeah. know well the, what so what I don't like about Selah I actually don't I mean I don't mind the two verses that Kanye has on it but it's yeah. like I mean I think that honestly his writing isn't bad on it either I don't think but um yeah no it's,
0: I, I definitely think it's there's actually something about it Yes. So um what it is that is is off is is he, he's rapping off beat just slightly um on that second verse he has mm. and 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 it throws kind of everything off. I think it it starts off super strong. I mean, he's definitely on beat. I like the bars he's dropping. You know, I mean, I'm not a religious person myself, but I mean it's clever wordplay. I like it. I believe that push a yeah. T um, actually had some writing uh, credits on it. and you can kind <clears> of <throat> like hear that. And um, overall, I like how big it sounds. and I, I definitely think it sounds like an introduction, especially with it being yeah. only two minutes. Um, mm-hmm. But truth, I mean, truthfully, and that's one of my other major complaints with a lot of the stuff on the front end of the album, and we'll get into that more. But you know, I feel like the Like" could have been expanded upon a lot more. I mean, it could have been just an introduction oh, yeah. into a way larger song. And but I mean, overall, I really like the choral elements, and this is this is what I expected that most of the album to sound like. And although there are moments that come close to stuff like like, like this, there are also lots of moments that are totally completely not like this at all but for me it was definitely a a track i enjoyed off the bat and i enjoyed it when we heard it in the um the the teaser for the imax film but again it's only two Mm -hmm. minutes i felt like i i heard the majority of this track already through leaks and through that trailer literally you know i mean we, we we got that second verse but other than that you know
1: I think that um, really the biggest thing that throws me off is the mix on his vocals on this are atrocious.
0: Very like, bad.
1: It, it it sounds like, you know, like what he's saying is fine. His delivery is fine. But yeah. the, the sound of his voice, and it's not because of him, it's because... Uh, Well the production on it Well, unless he was the one that that did the mixing on his vocals
0: Well, I don't I mean he wasn't the one but I mean you showed me that tweet earlier that um, That that Mike Dean favorited that it might have been the intention to mix that could be what that meant Um, You know, I mean maybe Kanye said this is how I want it to sound. I don't I don't know It's Um, a bad idea. It It was a a very bad (laughs) idea, but that's a good segue into the next track which is a track that I'm, I'm very conflicted with because I like it at its core, but in my opinion, it's the worst mixed track on the entire record. And it's so, yeah. so grating. You know, um, I don't have the best gear of all time. I'm certainly not an audiophile by any means, but I've certainly invested some bit of money into a nice speaker system, some nice headphones and stuff. And in headphones, this album, or excuse me, this re- this uh, Follow God the, the third track on, on the album is completely unlistable. The, 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 the bass and the drum hits are so distorted to the point of clipping. Um, you know, and I've heard some people defend it as this is a stylistic stylistic choice. And I think it's something that we, we, it will probably, like more information will come about, come out about um, later. Maybe we will find out that yes, this was the intention. But my God, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> sincerely, it is so grating. But I think the bare bones of the song are fantastic. I love that it's chop, a that that chop up the soul beat.
1: Yeah, um, it's nice.
0: And I, I really like what Kanye is talking about on the the record itself. You know, I think it's interesting subject matter. Um, I was mm-hmm. watching. I can't. I do believe it was the Big Boy interview that 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 dropped today, Friday. And uh, he was going in depth into detail about uh, what he describes on this song about how um, his father w- was was talking about the, the the negative impacts of social media like like, like Instagram. I think it's a mm. it's very interesting, um, and I I actually like the subject matter and uh, the the flow is good, the sample is good, but the mixing is terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 just like the so the lyrics I. I enjoy it too. So I I was a little worried going into this album just because I didn't want it to be Jesus Christ is lit, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was and- <laughs> I was worried about that kind of vibe going into it. Um and I think that Follow God is a, is a good example of how you can write relig- yeah. with religious themes um but not make it like so uh, you know, I don't know, just like not so religious
0: <laughs> yeah well I mean,
1: I mean I think I mean it's religious but yeah but it's it, I think what, what
0: you're getting at it's is not it's, like our
1: God is an awesome God you know
0: <laughs> well it's, it's not like that it's accessible to a wider right. range of people outside of like you know religion I mean you and I mm-hmm. we're not religious people but um, I mean I think definitely uh, it's, it's interesting subject matter and I think it flows well the beat is good and it's definitely one of my, my favorite tracks at, at its core but my God, I really cannot listen to it with, with, without kind yeah. of cringing because it clips in places. The, mm-hmm. the 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 drum hits are <clears> so <throat> just. Yeah, I mean,
1: and well, and something I wanted to mention about the drums. So I, you know, I, I mess around with some production myself. Um, so, so <laughs> Matt I, West, I, I'm not gonna claim here to here be. You know. I, I'm not gonna claim to be you know like some, uh, you know, I'm not Metro booming or anything over here, but uh, I uh. I learned a little bit more about mastering just a couple of months ago uh, because I didn't like the way some of my stuff was sounding, uh, particularly the drums. Um, and I learned that whenever you're mastering and you spread out the production elements uh, in the mix, you're supposed to take the lower, your, the lower end stuff like the bass and the, and the kicks and all that stuff. It, it sounds a lot better if you keep that stuff more centralized like it's not spread out too much um and then you know the mids and the highs and all that you can kind of spread spread out and get a little more stylistic with it but you know the the kick and the, the bass and all that that's supposed to be kind of like a grounding uh feeling in it and so the kick on this song in particular just sounds like it's spread out like cr- like all across the uh, audio spectrum and it's just like it it bothers me a lot because it sounds like my shitty kick that I had <laughs> like a you know, couple of months ago.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I was playing it in my car. I was playing it on my nice speaker system. I was playing it in my headphones and everywhere. I always hear the audio clip. I, I mean, and, and, you know, that's a stylistic thing and, and that's popped up before. Like, I mean, I think most, most notably uh, recently was, you know, uh, Travis Scott's World that, my um, mm-hmm. Mike, Mike Dean also did the uh, mixing and mastering on with help from other people. But, you know, I, I think that's, you know, this whole loudness war thing to make it be the loudest and the, you know, the, the most upfront. I don't like it at all stylistically. And, and, and this song just turns it all the way up in a very just it's just not very appealing. I really, really hope and I'm sure we'll we, we will talk about this later. You know, with the life of Pablo, there were lots of mixing changes. There were even elements added, verses added. I'm really hoping that this album gets that treatment too. Once Kanye mm-hmm. is done with his um, press run and his, his, you know, his IMAX movie run, I'm hoping that he can settle down, fix the mix a little, a little bit, and just kind of make it... I think he's
1: doing it right now as we speak.
0: <laughs> I, I hope so too, but uh, I saw on Twitter, I think he's with Kim. And I saw him buying a new chain and just kind of celebrating right now. So, um, right. I don't know. Hopefully. It's
1: a shame because, like, Follow God is probably the biggest banger on this album, in my Easily. opinion. And, and, and it just, like, the mix is just so bad that it kind of, it just takes away from it.
0: I can't listen to it in, in my car because it, 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 it crackles in the speakers, and I, I, it sounds like I'm bra- I'm breaking my speakers. Like I feel bad that I'm I'm subjecting my audio systems to it because it, <laughs> it just sounds like it's breaking. Like I, I, I th- when I first heard it in my car, that's where I, ve- I I I heard the album first. I I thought that I did turn the audio up too much. I, th- I thought I'd, I I peaked it in the car when I and then when I went to turn it down, I was like I'm at normal level. It shouldn't be doing this, but mm-hmm. uh, man. It's it's a shame, Mike but Dean. it's still a good song. I think at its core. Hopefully yeah. it. Oh, oops. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> it um you know it gets the treatment it deserves later on.
1: So closed on Sunday.
0: Um, now, <clears throat> yeah, this is like the one of the what everybody said was going to be and is going to be the biggest song on the album. Really? Yes, yes. I've seen lots of... I mean, this is the most quotable one um, because yeah, the of, of the Chick-fil-A lines. Um, and it was definitely a crowd favorite at the listening parties. I do remember um, he was definitely jamming out with a lot of people to it. I, I think people were already singing the lyrics too, And some of them are pretty uh, memorable, I would definitely say. But um, some of them, in my opinion, aren't memorable. Uh, for good reasons. What did you think of the track, Matt?
1: Well, when I heard the... Because um, I listened to the Listening Party. Um, and this was my favorite song going into it before I heard the album. I, I had this stuck in my head for uh, like a month list, like waiting for the album. Which is funny, the album's not even out. And I got one of the songs stuck in my head. Um, I just... I, I, It sounded so cool to me. Because in the Listening Party... Um, it sounded to me like a dark, um, like 808s and Heartbreak vibe, yep, you know, yep. and like 808s and Heartbreak is one of my favorite Kanye albums. So I was I was really excited and I loved the melody. I thought it was really good. Um, and then but on the album, it is so dry, especially in the second half, uh, which was my favorite part. It just, it's so dry that it's like, it takes out all of the umph in it and it doesn't, it doesn't have near as much, uh, power to it. I I feel like put some, don't be afraid to put a little reverb in there, you know? (laughs) Like, um, the production underneath it needs a little more, um, like atmosphere to it and, you know, give it a little more, I don't know, just give it more power, some umph, some bass, Yeah, uh, kick that up a notch, you know, like, uh, and, you know, hopefully he, he messes around with that and that would probably climb up my list again. I'm not a huge fan of the way he screams Chick-fil-A at the, at the end of the, the song.
0: Yeah. But, I But Because it's such a powerful
1: that. emotional melody and like a feeling in it and everything. And then he's like screams Chick-fil-A and, you know, uh, I don't know. But, you know, the, the melody is so awesome that I'm willing to look over a lot for it. I just would like the mix to be fixed.
0: Yeah, I mean... I like the melody a lot. The instrumental I think is good. It could definitely be improved upon with some more bass, some more verb, you know, all that stuff. But my biggest defender is these cringe-tier lyrics on this track. And you know, the closed on Sunday, you might chick-fil-a, is I mean, I think it's kinda kind of clever, but um, and, and it definitely gets stuck in your head. It's definitely an earworm. Oh, I think yeah. that's why a lot of people think that this is going to be the the, the standout song of this album. But lyrics like, and I, I have it pulled up here. Watch out for vipers. Don't let them indoctrinate and yeah. follow Jesus. Listen and obey. Like, what are you doing? I mean, it just, it, it's, 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 and and that was probably the best rendition of it you you, you just heard it on the podcast. That was really good. It was definitely on, on on pitch. The performance was definitely great. But um, I mean, uh, it's it is truthfully um totally cringy. I also like the line, and by like, I mean I I absolutely hate it. It's hold the selfies, put the gram away, get your family, y'all hold hands and pray. And that shit is stuff (laughs) that is so fucking basic. And I'm gonna let's let's play a game here at home, everybody. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question, and I you know, don't don't answer right now, Matt. Just just think of it in your head, okay? Okay. This is the fucking question. How many people do you think are credited as writers for this gem of a song? Okay. Everybody think think of the number. Think of the number. I got my number. You've got it in your head. Okay. What do you how how many people do you do you think are credited as writers for this gem, Matt? I'm thinking six. And you are very close. Seven people. Oh are are, are, are and if if you guess seven, ding, 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 ding. There it 777. is. 777. Um, uh, no Malice, uh, Pusha T, and a few others who are pretty good lyricists. Um, put together, hold the selfies, put the gram away, get your family, and hold hands and pray. That is terrible. <laughs> okay? that That is absolutely... Well, you know, I, and, I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Am I saying it just way, way too Caucasian? You know, it's just like, hold the I selfies. Be, don't know, I, put the gram I away.
1: Get you your family. That out.
0: <laughs> hold the hands and pray. Are you kidding me? See, uh, <laughs> watch out for now, vipers. Now, don't let them indoctrinate.
1: With <laughs> with his uh, delivery and the way I heard it. Terrible. Um, so like you had pointed out uh, the, uh, uh, the gram lyric. And I don't know, it didn't bother me uh, until you just now went through that. And now exactly. I can see how it definitely sounds a little like Blue's
0: Clues. You know? um, it, no, it, it is. And he, he rhymes with, uh, he, he rhymes, y'all hold hands and pray with don't let them indoctrinate that and and he kind of slurs it in there you know like where it kind of it, it might work if you're fucking drunk high and all the like it might work you know at a party like oh that that totally rhymes it doesn't rhyme it's got terrible flow a bad cadence and i, I even think you know a lot of the delivery on this album is a little bit to be desired i feel like it this 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 song in particular could have been it, it could have had a better performance
1: so, um, well, see, so something that really bothers me, um, actually is, so there's a lot of hypocrisy in it. So, uh, he ends it.
0: Well, with, well, we um, are talking about an album about religion, <laughs> 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 but we won't get yeah, into that yeah. for all our religious viewers. Well, God, God bless the, you. The thing that I think is really hypocritical
1: is, is uh talking about he i don't know if i don't think it's on this song but um or maybe it is but when he's talking about um raise our kids in the faith um i think it's it actually is on this i think let me double check i don't um
0: yeah, i mean oh man it it, it he's really talking about, is just so bad
1: yeah you know yeah raise our sons train them in the faith and then you know, like, right before oh, yeah. that, you're you're talking about don't let them indoctrinate. Like you're indoctrin- indoctrinating your kids into a faith that they don't understand. Um, and you know, I don't know. This is a whole whole thing. But um, and then follow Jesus, listen, listen and obey. obey. And then it, the it next just... the next line is no more living for the cor- culture where nobody's slave. And you know, it's like you you you're you're enslaving yourself to an ideology i, I in my view oh yeah it um, is like you may you may be freeing yourself from cultural um <clears throat> slavery if you want to call it that um by you know just like being a slave to your culture and, and yeah it's good to you know mentally free yourself from that but then you're just looking for another thing to enslave your yourself to which at that yeah. point.
0: Well, one hundred obey. One hundred percent, and it's like he talks about Instagram and social media on this album, <laughs> like like on uh, multiple tracks, and um, you know, I definitely agree that there are very, I mean, there are so many negative f- effects um right. of social media, but I mean, it's not that big of a deal, you know what I mean? Like, I, just 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 don't look at the likes, don't look at the comments, you know? It, it's 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 really. This is, this is one of the most shallow songs on the whole record, in my opinion. And the lyrics mm-hmm. just, I mean, I love the instrumental, well, the flow, bit- the melody, but God, I can't get past this one. And this is one of my least favorite songs on the whole album, but continue.
1: Well, Kanye, it's interesting because Kanye has always been the guy that's like ahead of the times, right? Like he's on, the, he's, he's like living in the future pretty much. This song like some of the lyrics kind of sound like they're living in the past because like and not just this, but this whole idea that he's been so obsessed with lately, which is talking about social media and the negative impacts and all that I, there are negative impacts, but I think that a lot more people are already have already started catching on to that and it's like I think that it uh, most of the people using social media now, it's less young people and it's more old people now, especially if we're talking about Facebook or something like that. Um, it's just like, it's all moms and, and grandparents and stuff like that. Um, which, you know, maybe they need to hear this actually. <laughs> He's making this one for the the grandmas out there.
0: You know, I, I just think overall it's it's definitely one one of my least favorites and uh I mean for for me already, and I've I haven't had the album even twenty four hours, it's always a skip. I don't even want to hear it and and it, and, and, mm. and like you said it's it's so sad because at its core it could be fantastic mm-hmm. love the instrumental melody. The, the melody fantastic um and, you know even keep the chick-fil-a line in there that's fine but God the rest of it you know uh listen Chick-fil-A. too too much definitely remove that sound bite at the end that it it totally kills Doesn't all more. the momentum that the the you know, the last song tried tried to build up. It kills sure. the mood. Yes. On God, that's and, our next track. And this is my least favorite track on the whole uh, album. Yep. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, you know, and it's it's very interesting because um this the this this beat comes from a very interesting um, producer Pierre Bourne who is very famous for. Um, the, the, the sound that he's crafted with the likes of like Playboy Cardi and, and, and other contemporary mm-hmm. um, you know, hip hop artists. And I really enjoy a lot of his, his, his production, a lot, a lot of his beats and things. And I can't say that um, I don't like this beat, but I don't like it on this album with this message over top of it. You know, like, if Playboy Cardi or Young Thug or somebody was over this, I'd probably be like, that's kind of cool, you know, with some drugged out, you know, kind of a psychedelic <laughs> thing. Like, that'd be kind of cool, you know? But, like, yeah. again, it's it's more preaching over what sounds like a Mario game. And, <laughs> again, I expected a, 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 a far more um, serious, more, like, direct... Um, Just approach to the songwriting on a lot of these songs and and most of them are pretty pretty serious but this is the the most juvenile sounding record on the whole lp so i don't know what what did you think about it
1: well if we're going to talk about the the sound of this album this actually has a a big like graduation vibe to me
0: yeah Uh, for sure
1: production with those synths um you know it sounds like a if graduation was made in 2019, it would sound like this one. Yeah, but yeah. It wouldn't though, because uh well, I guess you know, well, it, like you said, the subject matter. I mean,
0: Um it just I don't doesn't know. match it's, for me. Like it, it doesn't line line up. And even what he says so is not <laughs> I know, interesting I know at this all. It's going to
1: sound funny, but this this is the gaudiest track.
0: To yeah, me. Um, no, it's just yeah. kind of corny um Cor- corny the, is a fantastic word for it it's like i bet though i bet watching
1: this one like if you if you played this live it would be fucking awesome uh, i cursed i don't know if we're we're cool
0: with that but uh uh we are but god is not and 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 uh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and and kanye is not either and and, and we yeah, can talk yeah. about that a little bit later um i don't know if you've watched the interviews with with big boy and or zane but or zane low but i mean um I have watched half the Zane Lowe one. Yeah, so he is even correcting him himself cursing um in in person just in conversation, you know. He cursed a few times really? in, Yeah, he cursed a few times like I just the, did in the big boy um, interview and after every time he would say something he'd be like, oh, "Well, sorry." He he literally said, Well god forgive me. My Christian card just went down a little bit. You know, I was like, that's it's. Oh my god. See, he's
1: enslaving himself. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. He's not
1: living he's not, he he he's he said goodbye, free thought. He's now like caged himself. Well, and, like well, I can't do this anymore.
0: And he even says that on the album that 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 I am now born again. I am I am nobody anymore, but what God wants me to be. And again, which is the whole antithesis of what Kanye West, in, in, at least in my opinion, originally stood for: individuality, um, freedom. You know what I mean? You know, when mm-hmm. I listen to his older music, you know, th- those are themes that come up a lot. You know, but uh, this is very very much confined.
1: But. Again, and, I mean, I'm, I'm not even trying to say that, like, oh, it's just because it's Christian that I don't like it. Like, it's it's not that. It's because I think that there are things that you can. There's 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 a lot of stories in the Bible that are, like have interesting, very lessons, interesting, and you can convey uh-huh. those those things to be learned in music. I think in a pretty effective way. But it's like I said, like I don't like the way that he's just kind of boxed himself in.
0: You know how I described it to my mother today was. Uh, you know, it, it sounds like VeggieTales made a rap album. You I know, saw
1: somebody make a silly songs with Kanye.
0: Thing. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm telling you, it's just it's it's very very shallow um, stories from the Bible. Very just, I mean, it's just it's shallow. You know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. a, again, I'm in the same boat as you. You know, I think Kanye could uh, do something really good with the uh, gospel genre, and I think he has well, look done at Ultra good light things. Beams. Yeah, that it, is a masterpiece. It, 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 exactly. You know Jesus walks ultralight beams, and, and you know there's a ton of places in his discography that have gospel elements that are, you know reference back to religion and God and his faith. And I haven't batted an eye, but you know when you just start talking about uh, Chick Chick Fil A and 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 that kind of shit, it just it it, it just very uh, it it just weakens it. You're weakens it. too hard, yeah. And I think he's really trying to make religion cool, um, and Which you can, makes it not cool exactly. And you try to make it cool, it makes it not cool. He says as much in both of the interviews um, that I watched. He was all like, well, you know, um, he was talking about how he wanted to break the boundaries of Christianity and um, make it more, um, you know, a more desirable thing to be a part of and how he kind of did that with Sunday services and his daughter,
1: which I think is... making church fun. I saw the first half of the Zane Lowe interview. Yeah,
0: and I think that's cool, but... um, these songs are not. They're not cool. And I really, I mean, On on God is actually my, I'll, I'll just spoil it here. It's my least favorite song on the entire record, A Total Mood Killer. And I think it should be cut mm. from the track listing. I would have much rather have heard Ellie Monster. Monster. Yeah, just, I
1: knew you were going to say that. Or, I
0: mean, you know, even like Alien or, I mean, just something else reworked, you know. Um, I think it, it it would have been way, way stronger. But that's just me. So, next we've got everything we need. What do you think about um, this one?
1: I really like this song, actually. I'm with um, you, man. I'm with you. I remember hearing this leak and being like, man, that is going to be awesome. And thankfully, this is one of those cases where it, it was awesome. Um, and, you know, as with the rest of this album, it does suffer from a little bit of bad mixing, but uh, it's so good, though. You know, but like, l- it, let me even ask Even if he you. doesn't fix it. Huh. Yeah,
0: let me ask you a question though. Why do you think it's good? What makes it good?
1: Are you going to try to allude to the fact that Ty
0: Dolla Sign is the guy that makes this good? I I, I think it's Ty Dolla Sign and Aunt Clemens <laughs> that make this track good. It's not Kanye. That that I mean, yeah. remove Kanye from this and put anybody else in there. I mean, Kanye did not say any anything that I I, I think was amazing. Um, not yeah. bad. But truthfully, I mean, you could remove Kanye from this song and it would still be just as good. In in, in my humble opinion, I love um, the vocal melodies. I love a lot about this song. It's one of my. It's definitely one of my favorites. But um, it's I don't so think good. it's. I don't think it's because Kanye did it, in my opinion. But I mean, maybe you know, Kanye had a greater part um, in crafting this. He may this. have written
1: those melodies, and
0: we don't know what he's written or what he hasn't written. It's really. I mean, we we kind of do, but, you know, with every Kanye project, he always has a ton of collaborators. And, you know, I mean, like last year, he, he admitted violent crimes was not written by me at all, you know. So we don't really know. Mm-hmm. But um, in my opinion, Aunt Clemens and um, Ty Dolla Sign make this one. It's a great track. I like it a lot. And, again, I think it's another example of uh, taking religious themes and making them more accessible while still having meaning and not being so cringy with it. You know, and I think that this is my favorite three song run on the entire album from Everything We Need to God Is. But the next track is certainly one of my favorites, and that is Water. And this is one that I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and a lot of of people on a lot of social platforms say is their least favorite song on the whole thing really yes there's a lot of hate for this song and it's a very strange song i i I certainly understand why people don't like it but um overall i think that the melody's fantastic the instrumental is very strange it's very weird um it kind of reminds me of um mort garrison's plantasia it's 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 got this like weird springy very just like airy kind of ethereal feel to it
1: yeah and it feels i was really nostalgic it i was like love a sunset it.
0: in the spring exactly. you know looking over a i love it i absolutely <laughs> love it and and i think the uh the lyrics are pretty cool you know like uh, you know water being there's this pure element and you know all these different things but you know uh, again what makes the song good? It's not Kanye West because his contribution vocally is the weakest part of this whole thing where he um, half-heartedly just kind of mumbles out, yeah, Jesus help, Jesus help. You know, Jesus does this, Jesus does that. And you're like, it just kind of comes in kind of mm-hmm. weird. And um, well, it is I one like of the most... His
1: part at f- the very beginning. I'll say. Yeah,
0: yeah. But overall, I think delivery-wise, bars-wise, it's one of the most flaccid points on the album, in my opinion. But it even that doesn't detract from how much i love everything else and uh it's actually what, one of my, my favorites overall mm-hmm.
1: yeah um i really like it um it's i wish it was 3 minutes longer is what like yeah. I, I could listen to that instrumental honestly on a loop for probably hours it's oh, yeah. just such I an love awesome vibe um and um you know like i i mean i think that honestly the weakest part is Kanye's second verse uh where he's just like Jesus do this, Jesus do that, Jesus do this. And like, I was talking to my mom about this. Um, um, it's not, like I said, like I said before, it's not because he's talking about Jesus and because it's religious or anything like that. It's because there's no, it doesn't feel very artistic. You know, it doesn't feel like it took a whole lot of a thought of anything really to <laughs> just like, Jesus do this, Jesus do that, Jesus do, th- you know, it's like, yeah. yeah i don't know it's just yeah,
0: kind of weak but i actually think that that portion where like the choir drops out and stuff where it's just kind of that, that instrumental in him it, there could have been a fantastic verse there truthfully um something mm-hmm. with way more substance and, it, and if he it, wasn't it, in a box right now yeah if he wasn't in a, a box and you know i think a lot of it probably comes from two uh, i mean it's no secret that for for the past few albums ever since really yeezus he's kind of shot from the hip a, you know from a lot of you know songs and stuff but it feels like to me he just kind of set like he freestyled this and was like that's what God wanted me to say and so that, that I, i'm 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 just going to yeah. leave it you know like this is just channeling free thought just like you know it it, it in some ways kind of mirrors like um a church service you, you know how people call out and they say things and they're, they're you know yeah. they, they 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 feel the holy spirit and they just say yeah. that kind of thing Ra- that, everyone raise your hands it's kind of like that to me and um it doesn't ruin the song for me although i don't like it um everything Mm -hmm. else is so good that i i can keep it in my uh, rotation and this is this is the one song and you know i don't want to kind of skip to my total thoughts on on this album yet but this is the one song really the only one song i i i want to keep listening to like i this is Mm -hmm. the one i i continue to like I continued to go to, and again, um, you know, this, these are just our initial thoughts. But for me, right right now, water is among my favorites for sure.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, everything we need is up there as well. Um, and definitely, you know, I, I I really like water a lot. Uh, it's such a good vibe. It's such an awesome vibe. I wish there was more like it. You know, it's it's really the only song like this on the album. I wish and, there was like you
0: know. I Something expected else. this to kind of be the vibe of the album, where it's kind of ethereal. There's lots of of choir, um, pretty work. chill. Yeah, I mean, chill stuff. That's you know, that the channels love and 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 just good good vibes. I will say that this song was the song I I thought I'd actually hate. Um, you know, at Coachella, I thought it was a, it was a really bad performance, but. It's kind of this like falsetto vocal, and you know, Kanye mm-hmm. isn't the best uh, vocalist, and self admitted, and um, you know, that's that's the kind of the track record he's established for himself. So when he performed it live, I, it didn't it didn't have the uh, the umph that I think this this uh, you know recording does, and th- mm-hmm. it actually turned out to be one of my favorites. Where it started out as one of my least favorites for sure, so.
1: Yeah, I just wish he wasn't afraid to just let that instrumental go and you know just like I I swear man that is such an awesome like vibe. I I could just listen to that all day.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. So next God up is is another one of my favorite tracks on the record. Um God is and 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 this is where Kanye is just full on singing in, in in this one. It's 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 definitely kind of like that that emotion jerker track for me, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's got a great instrumental. It's very, it's very soul inspired. It's very, very gospel inspired, you know, and he's really talking about what, uh, God and religion mean to him, which I do feel like there are some sincere, uh, moments on this, um, track. But, um, again, with the lyricism in some points, just kind of makes me go, why? And also, I don't know if he was getting emotional, I don't know if it was bad mixing, and that's how you can tell. Mm. I mean, the mixing on this album is really dog shit. But toward, <laughs> towards the end of the track... When he, he
1: starts sounding like this. Yeah,
0: it gets more <laughs> jarbled and grainy and just like very strange. And It I, I sounds like an old man. I couldn't decipher whether it was like emotion kind of peeking through the, the performance or whether it was just really bad production mixing, mastering choices what are your thoughts on, on 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 this lovely track?
1: Well, well, I think that um, this is actually one of the most religious songs on the on this very religious album. Yeah, on a very religious album, this is probably one of the most religious songs. and yet, like I said before, like I don't want pe- I don't want people, all the Christians jumping down my throat trying to say that I just don't like it because I'm not a Christian or a religion or whatever, religious or whatever. Uh, it's really this. This is an awesome song. This the melody is so just it it's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. Uh,
0: yeah, it is. <laughs>
1: uh, it is. It is. Uh, and, um, you know, like I was, I was a little bit skeptical of the, um, like the part that you were talking about where, you know, it, it just gradually gets like, he sounds like he's been up all night, like, and smoking or something. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah, like he, it's like just like his, his, his throat sounds like he needs to clear his throat or something. But, um, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me too much, honestly. I, but, um, yeah, I think this one's awesome. Um,
0: I think so too. It's, Definitely.
1: I would like. I mean, I it goes without saying at this point because I've said it on pretty much all of them. But the mixing, you know, if you could just mess around with the mixing
0: a little more. If you could just not have be- Mike Dean do, do this album, you know, <laughs> yeah. and and this is supposed yeah. to be kind of like a more gospel album too, you know. I mean, maybe go to somebody who who that's that's their whole mo. Yeah, why why go, go to, to Mike uh, Dean? Whoever produces uh, Anderson Pack. Oh man for sure, you know. But um yeah, overall I-, I liked it a lot, for sure. Yeah. Hands on. This one's this one's dis- divisive, decisive. This this one is divisive um for a lot of people I've I I've seen this one at the bottom of a lot of people's lists. Um definitely one of the most hated on tracks up there with with water. For me, um I'm I'm with like with a lot of these tracks, I'm 50-50 on it. I really like the that kind of vocal, like that that weird kind of little vocal melody thing that comes through. I think mm-hmm. that that the instrumental is very cool. I like that a lot. But what Kanye says on this track is is very it's boring to me. What Kanye has to bring to the table, I feel like he's not saying a lot. Um overall I like the track, but I'm not crazy for it. What I mean, what are your opinions on it?
1: Well this is actually one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, I love that
0: instrumental that that, that that little
1: weird vocal thing is great. That's part of it. The instrumental um, And you know Fred Hammond does an awesome job uh, especially towards the end. Uh, but so actually another thing that I one of the, another one of the reasons why I really like this one is actually because of what he's saying. Uh, because this one feels like one of the more real songs. Like I said, on these other ones, it feels like he's kind of boxing himself in and he's kind of hypocritical and anything. Yeah. Um, this sounds like a real experience that he had. And like you've seen, I've, I don't know about you, but I've seen like people on YouTube uh, make videos about Kanye and how he's satanic and like. Um, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then whenever he said he was going to do a religious album, a Christian album, it was going to be called Jesus is King. All these Christians were like, so skeptical of him and like, you know, like saying all this stuff about him and, and and, and, like, this is like kind of what a reaction to that from what I can tell. It's like, um, you know, he's saying like, what have you been here here? You know, said, I'm going to do a gospel album. What have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me, make me feel like nobody loved me. Like this feels like, you know, like, Kind of bringing it back down to earth, you know, like rather than, um, uh, just all this, like you know, like some of the lyricism on "Closed on Sunday," and you know? it's like uh, this yeah. feels a lot more like, uh, tangible sure. emotions and feelings that he has gone through, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely—it's feel a, like... it's a lot different from the rest of the the album. The rest of this album could be like hymns in a church. This one, I mean, yeah, it, this is—it's got the him
0: speaking. Yeah,
1: from, yeah, it's like from, from it's his, his voice
0: yes yeah yes which again is uh, very strange that the flow of this album is so so strange and totally off but i mean Mm -hmm. overall i actually liked this one a lot it and um we we we're both kind of in a minority where we like the songs that a lot of people hate and we don't (laughs) really like the songs that everybody really loves but um yeah overall i liked it a lot
1: nice so now we're on use this gospel what do, you this, have to, what do you have to say about oh, this? man,
0: you know, this one, when I heard it, I thought was going to be like Runaway tier, like some crazy shit, and it is, it, it's crazy, but it's not very well structured, it's not very well put together, again, this whole album is mixed by a loon, I mean, I, I don't understand it, um... But this was originally um, uh, on the Yandi leaks, called "Law of Attraction" or "Chakras," and I love I I love the humming, I love the instrumental, I love the build up, the melody was good, but I missed the old lyrics. Again, you know it it was "Law of Attraction," and I also believe Ty Dolla Sign was was on this, and I'm a sucker for his vocals. I think he sounds great on Kanye projects, Mm -hmm. and um, it was just so much cooler than what we got. Um, discussing, I mean, and, and it sounds like to me is he knew that this song was special in some way. He was like, yeah, this is, this is going to be a big, a big song on the album. So let's throw every trick in the book at it. And at the end of, of all the tricks, it, it cheapens it for me. Um, I think it's very, very cool that Pusha T and his brother were able to reunite on this, mm-hmm. um, on this track. I thought they did all right. I wasn't floored by by what they brought to the table. I liked it. It's, it's passable for me. And then you've got the wild card, which is Kenny G, which I actually think works fantastic. I, I really love what Kenny G brings to the track. But... How Kenny G is placed in the track it feels like the mm-hmm. biggest afterthought, maybe of the entire album. It's just like, okay, here's the rapping. Okay, solo done. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, here we go. Okay, we got Kenny G, guys. That's cool. And then it By just By the way, ends. Kenny G is on this album. <laughs> Did you, know Did that you guys know that Kenny G... I I'm friends with Kenny G? Yeah, and then it just ends, you know, this that's like much the, <laughs> this beautiful um. You know, piece by Kenny G. And I'm not a Kenny G guy myself, but I think he does a great job and you know, it yeah. goes with the melody the track, and I like that. I like it a lot. But it's just like um very strangely structured. And um I want you to talk about what you did to this and and, and yeah. kinda how you've been editing it, because what you did to this song made it fantastic. So go forth and talk about that. So
1: I pretty much made this song what i thought it should be um because i listened to it and like you said like it just like it feels like they um like when you write a song you don't come up with every part of the song at once but you might take parts that you wrote later and mix them with parts that you wrote earlier and it feels like this song just like put everything in order of in the order that they thought of it you know like um it was like Tanya came up with a little melody to sing to begin, in the beginning, and then and then a verse and all that, and then they're like, "Oh, how about I have Pusha T on it?" And then he puts it on, there, and it's like, "Yeah, let me go back to me, dude. What if we got Pusha T's brother back? That's awesome. That would then they put him." And then it's like, "Dude, Boy. what if we got Kenny G?" And then they threw Kenny G on there, and then and then and then right after Kenny G, he's like, "Oh, we should put some percussion on this, shouldn't we?" And then they put the beat in, and it just the beat just like you know takes it out. Um, but like That's I don't it. know why you wouldn't take Kenny G when he played along with the melody that you were singing and put it earlier with the melody you were singing because it sounds awesome. I did that. I took the... I, because it's just it's just straight sax. There's, it's just raw sax. So I and, just cut the sax and I put it earlier to where Kanye's singing and it sounds awesome. It sounds and then, like it's made uh, to be there. Yeah. And then I took the beat that comes in later and I just took the beat and put it in earlier. I put it in um, uh, right... Uh, it, at the post chorus, uh, right before Pusha T's verse, and then had it playing through Pusha T's verse. Took it back out for this uh, for the second chorus, um, and then uh, brought it back in for No Malice's part, and then you know just like brought it out with a little little tiny thing with Kenny G. Oh yeah, I also put uh, the the rest of the Kenny G solo in with uh, this. Is probably harder to follow, but <laughs> with the second verse, uh, with Kanye's second verse, it sounded. A billion times better and I'm not saying that to suit my own horn it sounds like that's how it should have been done
0: um you know and, and like it, it truly speaks to how stripped down this album is to be able to cut that I mean it's such it's such a, an, yeah. is, an isolated section this this solo it's so isolated that you can just cut it and mix it with the song it's it's yeah. it's so dry it's it's insane so when I think of this song, I
1: think of what I did to it, and I think it's amazing. And then I go back and I listen to the original, and the flow of this song is so bad. <laughs> like, it's just such a, it's a bad yeah, flow. Dude. It's uh, just like, it's like just someone like,
0: was like, dude, what if we did this? But yeah, wait. everything sounds what like. What a- <laughs> if we did this?
1: But wait, dude, you know that Kenny G guy? Let's just throw him in at the end, and then add the beat later. After Nothing. everyone's done, <laughs> just like take the beat out.
0: Yeah, and I remember him announcing this at the uh, first listening party. This Guy, you know, like he he just goes, "God got clips." Guess both of them. But but wait, there's more. It's like a fucking infomercial. But wait, we'll it's throw Kenny in a G. we'll throw in a Kenny G with two payments in 1999 and no mixing fuck yeah i mean it's so bad
1: like i said kenny g like his sax part it works awesome on the song it's just not in the right spot like just cut it and put it earlier um and and just like you know have it be like like it's made to be part of the song not like it's just like thrown in there it's just like this saxophone solo
0: afterthought you know like just put it make it be part of the song it reads lazy to me. There's there's lots of star power on this record. There's lots of wow on this record, but again, it's there's no flow. There's no flow in any way. It was just like let's put a bunch of cool shit together, and uh, ultimately, it didn't make a, a great song. And um, it's very short too. With with, with as mm-hmm. many with as many pieces as it it had, you could have added way more length to it. You could have brought in a choral part even more. Um, I think that it could have been a runaway tier track had it been structured correctly, had it been mixed correctly. Um, dude. Yeah.
1: Speaking of the mix, uh, I haven't mentioned yet, but Pusha T's vocals on this song sound like he just recorded them in the kitchen and then they just threw it on the the track and bounced it out. Like,
0: just like, that's it. (laughs) I feel like he's had a considerable amount of time to perfect this and to make it good. And um, it's not like he hasn't been um, down to the wire on releases before. I mean, he's done a lot of last-minute stuff, and it sounded way better than this. So as much as I, I, I like the elements of this track a lot, as a song, I just I don't love it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, it's got such a great melody, though, and um, <clears throat> because of that, you know, I kind of... Uh, I don't know I I give it some leeway a little bit but I wish I'm hoping that he gives it a little bit of a hot fix you know just like some lop. maybe he should call me and I'll show him what I did and then he can be like that's great I'm gonna do that I don't even want the credit honestly like do it it'll sound better so i like the only reason i did it was just because i thought it would sound better so i could listen to it like that i've actually been talking about um, like doing that to the rest of the album just like taking the parts that i like and like editing everything to make it sound the way i want it and then i'll just bump that instead of the uh, original yeah. version cuz like you know the, every song on here has so much potential to be so good and there's just like one little thing two little things that are just like keeping it from being just like Great. a masterpiece
0: yeah I totally agree. I think there's lots of How good I ideas. I would take water and extend it
1: like super long. <laughs> you
0: know? Yes, yes. Well, I think. Whoops. Well, I think that brings us honestly to the 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 end here, uh, which is the track "Jesus Is Lord," which is um, we, we kind of sound something. like broken records here, but it sounds like an afterthought. It sounds exactly mm. like. He was messing around in his DAW and he was like, God damn, this is a cool, this is a great instrumental. This is awesome. You know what? But I don't want to finish it. Fuck that. I'm just going to say the same thing over and over and just this like a very remedial little like God's cool and just say that over and over and we're just going to cut it off at like, you know, 45 seconds and that'll be the outro, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It's so unfinished, just undercooked. I, but mm-hmm. I, again at its core I I like the instrumental quite a bit um oh, yeah, I think that brass it it could have been a great introduction to a fantastic full song it feels mm-hmm. like an introduction to a full song that never comes to fruition it ends after like 47 seconds I I think it is and um, again it's just totally forgettable within the context of this record um. It's disappointing. It it didn't end on a high note for me. What it what did you think of it?
1: Yeah, you know, like I like you said, the the instrumental is fantastic, and I think Kanye thought the same thing, and that's why you just said, "Oh, let me just throw this one on." But um, it needed a lot more. It's just it it's like I mean, it's not it's not offensive, I guess, but yeah. just because the instrumental is good, but it's just like, why is it even here? Um, it
0: it also doesn't feel like a closer to me. Like it it almost feels like no. a. An opener. Like, I, I could see that being the opener. You know, and I say, I still yeah, want well, Selah as the opener, but, um, you know, use this gospel would have been so much better to end on. And it's not like this is a very big song. And Kanye's been all about short projects, you know, with the last uh, Wyoming projects being seven tracks. So he, I really believe he's just like, man, this beat is dope. He was feeling himself. He's like, I'm just going to slap this at the end because he just know, as well could have done a 10 track album.
1: I actually think water would make a really good closer. I I
0: just want the whole album to be water in different versions. <laughs> actually, I just want Kanye to produce. Well, you know what? I want I won't say it yet. I, I'll well, um I'll say this say in our closing about Jesus Lord before we yes. So continue.
1: So the last thing I was I, the last thing I was going to say about this is um I. Was listening to when I on my first listen through this album, I wasn't looking at the track list. I was I was listening to it. I was just kind of uh, listening. Um, but so I remember in the listening party, when he announced uh, use this gospel, he talked about it. And he said that uh, this is the this is the outro, pretty much. He's like, this is what we end on. I don't remember exactly what the words, but you know, basically saying it was the last song. Um, and then so when i heard it on the album as i was listening to it i was like oh it's the last song and then this starts and i was like oh there's one more and uh, <laughs> uh and then it just like like you know 40 45 40 50 seconds whatever it's over and i was like oh okay
0: whatever that was <laughs> yeah, I mean, it feels like an interlude an afterthought. it's like it's just the afterthought. and you know? i I think we've all been there, like, you know, maybe we've messed around in our DAW. We've made something like that's like thirty seconds. It's like, man, this is fucking awesome. And then we can't finish mm-hmm. it. but usually you 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 put those in a file and you and you label them you ideas, save for later. and you come visit them later when you can flesh it out. and when you have more inspiration, mm-hmm. it, it was it's clear that this was like that's that's a cool instrumental, but I mean, again, it just lacks substance um, and it didn't need to be there. I mean, if it was a 10 track album, I don't think it, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything to the album. The intro and it, it's sad because I think the intro and the outro of this project are literally totally just left field and totally just don't fit. And they're the thi- there's the it's, it's the first thing that you hear and the last thing that you remember. And that's just. Yep. It's not great.
1: It's so, really not great. We pretty much just shit all over the album.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think it's time to just give our our final thoughts on this record. Yeah. And um you know, I'm I'm going to let you go first because I'm about to go deep. Okay? So, please, all right. You know, l- let us know your overall thoughts on the record and where it sits currently in um the hierarchy of his discography at large
1: um okay so <sighs> starts with I, I a said sigh
0: <laughs> so that must mean it's gonna be good Continue. <laughs> i said
1: i said in the beginning that um you can you can do your delays and all that and it, as much as it pains me i'll still be hyped on the day of and i'll still listen and it, but it's got to be worth it. Like it, you, you really got to make it worth it. And um, this just feels like a collection of demos. It's so it just sounds unfinished. It's like the tracks are just um they cut abruptly. They're they sound like they're out of order. They're they sound like they haven't gone through any kind of um effects. Like you didn't you just they just took straight dry vocals or um synths and stuff like that and just threw them in there and didn't do anything to them, um, to make it more unique and, um, atmospheric and, uh, memorable. Um, and you know, there's so many good melodies and so many good, uh, like ideal ideas here. And it's just frustrating whenever I have to like, Weigh it in my mind. Like, well, is this worth keeping on my playlists and listening to it again just because I like this little part of it here? Whenever I hate this part of it here, or like, you know, because every song is like that. Like, every single song on here, there's something I like about it. And then there's something that I absolutely hate. Um, and I will say, most of it has to do with the mixing. So if he does any kind of uh, editing and stuff in the coming months, weeks, whatever, uh, like he did with T then, you know, maybe this will. You know, shoot up in my in my rankings and all that. Um, But as it sits, if it is if this is the final version and this is all we get, um, I'm sitting at a six to seven. I haven't decided exactly between a six or a seven. Which you know, that's a decent score. Um, And the only reason I give it that is just because of uh, you know the ideas that are here and the way like either the things that I like so much about it Um, and you know, like I said, I'll probably take it and kind of edit, do my own little edits to them to make them more uh, palatable for me. Um, and so that's probably how I'm going to remember the album, unless, unless he does it himself, which I'm hoping he does it himself, because I shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't be asking your fan, hey, can you edit this for me so that it sounds better for you? <laughs> which, you know, <laughs> he says he's not here for anybody's entertainment. Well, um, I understand, but yeah, I don't know. I just it's I it, I'm, I'm I'm a little disappointed. I really was thinking that this could be like one of his best albums based on the leaks and and uh, all of that and it's just not and it's definitely on the lower tier. This is his I would say his worst solo album.
0: That was that was that was said well and and I almost and, cried. <laughs> I can feel your pain, you know. Um, you yeah. know, for me I mean I'm in the exact same boat. There's lots of great ideas on this project, but there's just there, there there's no refuting it. You know, we are Kanye Quest and if there's anybody who stands hard and who, who 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 can certainly make excuses for Kanye West, it is us. But I mean, I stand here before God, before you people <laughs> listening here today to say that this is without a doubt a football field's length um, uh, the worst album he has ever, ever released. Um, you know, and everybody thought yay was bad. I mean, I was a big fan of yay you know, I, I, I know mm-hmm. Matt liked yay too. And, um, I mean, this just feels like such a departure quality wise. Um, and, and again, it's, it's not the religious themes. You know, I, I do think there's some very cheesy, um, religious lyrics on, on here, but really, um, again, I have no problem with gospel music actually quite like choral music. I, I, I think there was so much potential for this to be fantastic, but um it, it, it fell short in in almost every way, in my opinion. I I am beyond disappointed in this album and and in in in, in Kanye West, you know. And I I think that um, what almost made it even worse was the interviews that I watched. He sincerely seems, and some of you have seen our, our, our tweets as, as of late, I, I really do believe that Kanye is at his darkest moments right now when he's claiming that everything's fine, he's never been better. Truthfully, looking, I mean, just, just listening to these interviews, um, it, it, it's evident that the music is an afterthought. There were multiple times, there were multiple attempts by both two fantastic interviewers, by the way, Zayn Lowe and Big Boy. Both who have a rapport with Kanye West, but I mean, I I saw both of them ask him questions about the music on this album multiple times, and not one time um, does he expand upon his thought process on this album. It always goes back to his business, his clothing brands, his religion, uh, just drama in general, um, and just preaching rhetoric, which is fine, you know, if that's what you want to do, I respect that. But um, I honestly, I I think it's an it's it's an insult to the fans. Truthfully, I purchased this record um, immediately when it came out. I'm a diehard Kanye fan, and 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 right now, I don't even feel um, the need to revisit this album. I think I've played it maybe once or twice. But truthfully, I mean, aside from the tracks that I really loved, which is like Water and uh just a few others and we can talk about that in just a sec um i have no desire to listen to this in its current state again you know and like you said um i really do feel that you know if mixing changes are made i think i would definitely warm up to a lot of the other tracks i think again there's a lot of great ideas but um between just not a lot to say and terrible mixing this definitely makes the in, in my opinion the most disappointing release of the entire year as it stands and i know a lot of people at you know at 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 home are saying well what about Chance the rapper what about all the other like you know you know the 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 little zans of the the world why this is the most disappointing record of the year as it stands uh, thus far is because we know Kanye is capable of so much more he has made fantastic records time and time again. He's proved everybody wrong, but but you know, unfortunately, this one he dropped the ball on. And um, all all I could think listening to this project, and you know, I, I think it's kind of a coincidence that you know you are uh, you know toying with the album and and you know kind of um, t- trying to make your own rendition. This album said to me that you know what, maybe it's time that Kanye step aside. And maybe it's time for a new generation to kind of pick up where he's going to leave off. Um, Unfortunately, I think that um, this, if he continues down this uber-religious, uber-in-a-box route, I think that this could kind of be the bookend of Kanye's career um, as we know it and um hopefully his uh, his his contemporaries his his peers those you know Tyler the Creator Travis Scott i think that they're going to pick up the baton and for me this was kind of like uh you know what um Kanye's not perfect nobody is yeah. and unfortunately i really dislike <sighs> this this record and and it sucks too Because of how long we had to wait. You know, I think if we would have gotten this record in September when it was announced last year, I would have kind of been like, oh yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, it it sounds Mm -hmm. rushed. You know, it's very disjointed. Um, But after an entire year and and, and after so many failed uh, releases, it is, for me, the most disappointing release of the entire year. And that... Is how I feel about Jesus King by Kanye West.
1: Ouch. So so oh, man, sad, it's so sad, dude. It, I and mean, so, it's, it's honestly so sad.
0: Look, when when The Life of Pablo came out, when Ye came out, um, and 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 all the Wyoming albums came out, you and I both. I mean, that's all we listened to for straight for months and months and months. And yep. I and still we, we that's in our constant rotation. Um, the Life of mm-hmm. Pablo is, is 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 in my top ten of all time in music. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love it, and to to not have an any desire to re- revisit a Kanye West project feels so foreign it's and so strange. I mean I legitimately <laughs> I've been sitting here watching the Tom Segura podcast and not listening to a brand new Kanye West album. And and for yeah. a lot of people that's like whatever, that's probably normal. But I mean for us, I mean not we're us. we're super fans. So that that is very strange and um, you know, it just it sucks. I wanted Kanye to um to to come out strong on the other end and I think he had every opportunity to do so. But um, it seems like his mind is in other places. So it's that's Chance the Rapper's fault, you, you know. And <laughs> it might be. I blame be it after, on Chance. <laughs> a, a, explain to the people uh, the the tweet well, that you showed me.
1: Yeah, last year in December, um, Kanye tweeted that uh, K- uh, Chance pretty much demanding that Kanye come and record with him in Chicago. Uh, in the time that he spent with Chance. Uh, reaffirmed his um or like reawakened his spirit or whatever you know I, it, that's not the words he used but it pretty much like got him into this whole pretty much took him down this path of um what led to this album being Jesus is king and not Yandi, um and you know taking old songs and that, that were already written for a certain vibe or whatever like new body or um uses gospel and changing the lyrics to mean uh, to fit with the, within the box, <laughs> to fit within the box that he's created for himself.
0: Exactly. Um, exactly.
1: It's disappointing. Um, I'm hoping, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that he goes in, because really, at the end of the day, my biggest problem is the mix. And I've said that a hundred times. Same. But like, so if it, he comes just in sounds and like fixes demos. it, yeah if he comes in and fixes it and it sounds polished and clean and big and beautiful you know like I mean, we should we should come back and and maybe revisit talk take a track by track and talk about this album again and see if our opinions have changed yeah. because i i hope it does i'm really hoping it does
0: Yeah. I mean, and these are our initial thoughts. I mean, the album hasn't even been out for 24 hours yet. So, I mean, take, take what we say, you know, as you will. But truthfully, I mean, again, I've, I've never not wanted to listen to Kanye West. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. And I just, I don't care. And I really don't care. And it's so sad um, because everybody I know knows I was I was looking forward to this album so much because I would just talk about it like oh well I'm excited for the Kanye record you know I, I stayed up very late every single time he announced this you know this tumultuous release date every time I would stay up you know I mean I was super hyped for it and um, mm-hmm. unfortunately it has um, definitely it's, fallen. Oh behind, you know, and, and this is, this is really the kicker and I'm, I'm I'm still seeing lots of praise for it. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get in that mindset. You know, I've seen people defend the mixing. I've people, I've seen people say that it's one of his best albums, which is so surprising to me because truthfully, If you can, you know, and, and this is exactly what happened to me. So the, the album ended in that weird abrupt ending. And then it went right into a Yeezus track. And I was like, this is so much more fleshed out. This is so much, Mm -hmm. there's so much more thought into this. I mean, think about songs like that, like, closed on Sunday, which is this just very shallow, just kind of, I mean, it's like a youth pastor anthem, you know, like religion's cool guys. And, and, and just like these weird, like listen and obey, don't, don't fall into that porn addiction again, you know, that kind of (laughs) shit versus a track like new slaves or black skinhead, which talks about, uh, you know, racism in, 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 in modern times and and just all these different, very um, nuanced topics, truthfully. Um, and just, just things that he's feeling exactly yeah. so um you know if this is what God has to say to me fuck that shit okay I'm sorry <laughs> this is terrible this is this is, this is absolutely um, the most disappointing release for me of the year as it stands i I, I refuse to rate it because I do believe that he will um, touch it up that's that's my absolute hope but um you know I can I can certainly see him not touching it up because, um, you know, I see him doing lots and lots of stuff that is not even music related right now. I mean, he, he went on and on about how his uh, Yeezy factory wanted it to be farm to table and turn it green. and Yeah. Um, but, and then also, it just came out, too, that he, he plans to tour for this record immediately. So oh, d- really? Immediately. That, I just read that before we, we went on the podcast. And that says to me that there's not, not going to be a lot of time in the studio so mm-hmm. if this is the if this is the final um my God I don't know what you I would should just rate it really
1: dude I'm a very inexperienced producer myself but if you just sent me the stems I would do what I can you know yeah <laughs> I, would, I would do what I can you know and you don't even have to put my name on it dude I would just do it to tr- to try and benefit the the world at large <laughs>
0: yeah I mean it, it, it it's kind of like everything is. In music has just swapped, and and I I've kind of had this prophecy <laughs> that, that it's I, t- the 2019 curse, and 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 I I was kind of um, speaking doomsday uh, in the very beginning of the year to 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 Matt and some other friends, and and I predicted that this year would would be the turning point in music um, for a lot of people. The artists that have have uh, have big, uh, well-known, well known, uh, well enjoyed catalogs. Um, are having flops this year and the artists that are um, either unknown or or um, you know weren't weren't so interesting um, in years past are doing the their best work um, examples for me style like, Tyler the creator yeah exactly I mean artists like Lana Del Rey for example Five years ago, if you said Lana Del Rey would be in my top ten albums of the year, I would have spit at you. I mean, I swear to God. It's, I mean, come on, you know. It's like, true. I know how you I talked mean, about her. I mean, she used to rap. You know, she she used to rap. She she used to sing about how 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 her pussy tasted like Pepsi Cola, and now she's delivering these <laughs> long drawn out, very gorgeous and lavish. Um, just songs about femininity John and, Misty and vibes. I mean it's 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 beautiful. And then here we have someone who's obviously capable who has a discography who is um in my opinion the best um, up until this point of, you know, just modern music and um we get something that sounds like demos and I almost and I said this earlier to you. I almost kind of like the Yondi leak that lives on the internet. That 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 had more flow and more feeling to it than this entire mm-hmm. album did, in my opinion. Way more interesting. And that was, I mean, that was months ago. So um, I'm sad. I'm very sad, but you know what? I'm going to move on because there's a lot of other great music this this year. I don't want people to uh, you know, get that, you know, 2019 sucks. I've seen that a lot too. There's a lot of great music that will certainly um, you know, take place of this, but uh, there was definitely a spot in my top 10 for this album, but uh it's I, I don't even know if it'll if it'll make the charts. So It sucks. I mean, do we want to go through and, um, did you, did, did you rank the songs?
1: Oh no, I didn't, I didn't bother for now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess you're totally right for right now. I mean, who knows? The album could be totally different, but, uh, for me, water, I really hope it is. (laughs) everything we need, God is, those are my two, three, three favorites and, um, the rest is good too. That's terrible. So it, it's those it's are a, my
1: favorite as well. But throw hands on in there too. I like that one a lot.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Well, and then if the mixing on Follow God is fixed up, then that'll be a banger too. But as of right now, you know, I
0: agree. I agree. I think Follow God could be one one of the uh, best um, best songs if it was mixed correctly. So, you know, closing thoughts. You know, and and these are our closing thoughts. But. Uh, where does Kanye go from here? Where do you see him going from here? Say he doesn't well, um, uh, drop or, you know, say he doesn't fix the album. Where where does he go from here, do you think? Well, I'm just going to, for, for now, I'm going to go ahead and say he's
1: going to fix the album uh, he has to, he has to fix this mix. Like you can't just leave that like that, especially when there's so much potential. It's like, if you just, you know, fix the mix, like this could be so much better. Uh, so don't leave it like this. It'd be like, you, I don't know. It'd it'd be wrong. It'd be, it'd be wrong. It'd be a sin to leave it like this. Um, but you know, Kanye talked about earlier this month about how he's only going to make Religious music from now on. He's only making gospel music from now on. Oh, and, and and
0: and also just just to put this in there too, um in the interview he explicitly says that he, you know, uh, Big Boy asks him, you know, are you gonna play? Like, how are you gonna play your 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 old songs at shows? And he pretty much alluded to either a, he's not going to play some some of the songs, or b, he's going to do change them He's going to change all the profanity, all the all the negativity. Um, which made the other songs pretty cool um, He's gonna wipe don't, that I don't away I see the point of
1: doing that you're, you're literally enslaving yourself at this point Like I get that maybe you Aren't you're not in the same headspace as you were Before but that's an artistic representation Of where you were at, in your life At that point and I don't think it's anything to be ashamed Of at all like It's you made some amazing art and You should stand by that even If you have a different state of mind now But I digress uh, From here I don't believe that this is this is just going to be Kanye from now on. He goes through phases just like we all do. Um and this doesn't seem like a much more powerful one, but I really don't I think that that we're going to get we're going to get something different. He's always somebody who every album is like I mean this album, look at it, you know. It's completely different from anything else he's ever done. And he's always changing things. Um you know, every his style and all that. So I think I think we're going to get something different. I I really think it, it may have to come from uh collaborating f- with other artists though because you know this kind of this album you know like i said earlier kind of was birthed from collaborating with chance and chance you know you listen to him it, you, you can draw similar similarities here especially when you hear the intro track like that is if oh, you yeah. put chance on that like that's chance you know <laughs> uh, like just listen you could hear his voice on it and i don't think that's necessarily a good thing especially since chance just released such a horrible album this year <laughs> um but you know they are talking about doing a Kidsy Ghost Two. Kid Cuddy said that they were working yeah, on that. But um, but so
0: but think about that. Like how how can they even do that? He he seems to be so PC, you know, um, talking about drugs and I mean, uh, on Kids Ghost Two, he was talking about which i I'm in the wrong hole, you know, like Right. How, how do so, you really I mean, I guess tracks like, you know, reborn and, you know, the last track on the album, I mean, definitely more spiritual tracks. But God, I just I can't seeing I can't see him um, be, you know, being able to collaborate with with other people well, with such strict rules here's what i'll say so um as
1: when you watch interviews with kanye over the years and you listen to his music he really comes off as i'm the guy i'm the like he's got the big ego everyone always talks about kanye's ego um and you know he tries to, to come off as like you know i'm my own person i'm individual but like he's actually really always been pretty influenced by the things around him. When you listen to his lyrics, when you look at his interviews, like a, a lot of it is is heavily influenced. And that's why he's tried to make a point to say on this album that he's not a slave to the culture anymore because when you listen to his prior music, he's making all these cultural references and you can hear how it kind of gets into his head. He's always had kind of a little bit of anxiety it seems because he's just a normal guy that happened to get famous. And so like you kind of hear how he deals with 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 fame and all that Um, through the years. Um, And so I think that if he spends time around different personalities and uh, different people, then those things are going to rub off on him and he's going to change his mind about things. Not necessarily that he's not going to be a Christian anymore. I'm not saying that, but that, you know, like he may, he he might not be so radicalized. He may realize the way that he's boxing himself in. You know, I can you know, see, I can totally see, like a year or two from now, him saying, "Yeah, you know, I, I still, of course, am I'm very religious and I believe in Jesus and all this stuff, but I think that I, I, I was boxing myself in creatively as an artist, and I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be myself, and I don't think that's giving into temptation or anything like that. That's just being yourself and expressing yourself artistically. I don't think that that, I don't see that as Wrong at all.
0: Oh yeah, and I think it's really interesting too that a lot of very popular um, artists go through this um, religious phase, and it, it it's always looked upon as um, pretty pretty weak in their respective discographies. Um, the biggest one that comes to mind, uh, Bob Dylan. You know, Bob Dylan, tons of classic cl- classic records. But um, around the uh, late seventies, mid mid eighties, he he did the same exact thing, uh, where he went gospel records i'm i'm born again and i just you know i almost i wonder why that this is such a a pattern in um you know just major artists
1: i think it might be part of it might be for them it may feel like something real to them because like i can imagine when you're of that status Everything around you can probably seem pretty fake. You don't know who's just trying to like get get a, get a favor from you, pretty much, and like you're just surrounded by all these people that you can't really trust. Yeah, I mean, look at the leaks for this this for, for over the past year. Like literally, every song, <laughs> pretty much has been has you, you've heard some version of it already, and like you can't trust anybody. And so I think that maybe you know, having religion when they may look at it and just be like, this is uh, something that's real to me and like uh, something that, you know, like I can believe in, I guess. I don't know. You know, I, I've never yeah. been in that position, but that's kind of what I would think.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, all, all in all, I think that we've kind of been maybe a, a little bit of a broken record for an, an hour and <laughs> almost 40 minutes now. So, you know, I think now is probably a good time to end it off. But you know, overall, big disappointment. I'm pretty sad. If the album does get a um, a, a patch or a fix or whatever you want to call it, um, we will definitely do an, an, another kind of review, a breakdown of it. But um, as it stands now, please let us know what you thought of Jesus is King. Um, we'd love to have a conversation with you guys on, on social media. And um, as always, thank you, so much for listening. If, if, if you liked what you heard here today, please follow us on the respective platform that you're listening on. Um, if you, if you'd leave us a review on Apple music, that would certainly help tell your friends about the podcast. And we really appreciate you guys listening. We hope you enjoyed Jesus is King more than we did and, uh, have a good one. Fucking terrible album, but have a good one. (laughs)